Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint Scripture Poetry Podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Matthew chapters 15 through 17 and Mark chapters 7 through 9. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by Jesus' healing of a boy who appears to be epileptic, as recorded in Mark chapter 9, verses 17 through 27. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Before the Healing A devil grips my son, shakes him like a mast in sudden storm till bones rattle and head beats the ground. I cannot tear him free. He is bruised and scarred, but not from play. I once pulled him blistered from his mother's cooking fire. Another day as I mended nets, he collapsed in stony shallows. I ran to hold his head above water, cradle him till the fit passed. At night I wrestle with his empty future. He will never learn to sail or sort a day's catch on the shore. He will never read in the synagogue or keep a feast day in the shadow of the Lord's holy house. He will never marry or worry over children of his own. I still believe, I pray, I plead to know what lack in me keeps us from God's compassion, but scarcely dare to ask again for what has been withheld. By early morning I am wrung out. Silence hangs like a heavy veil. I venture one more question, father to father. If you had just one child, would you do nothing to save him from being torn in two? In this poem, I tried to imagine the boy's backstory as remembered by his father. He must have been filled with a lot of fear for his son's safety, as well as a sense of loss for what he had hoped his future would be. Everybody, when they have a child, imagines that they will grow up and become capable and have a family of their own. But I think in this case, that's probably not what they were expecting for him anymore. The final question at the end of the poem, asking if God would do nothing to save his own son, is meant to evoke thoughts of Jesus' own eventual crucifixion when the father stood aside and allowed it to happen. Even so, I think that God understood very well how this father felt and his sadness and worry for the suffering that his child was going through. The child's father had reason to doubt that Jesus could heal his son because his disciples hadn't been able to, even though they had healed others as well. When the Savior invited the man to exercise faith, he said, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. This man had already gone through a lot of suffering and self-doubt. He wanted to believe, but he needed help. He was maybe scared of being disappointed again. He needed to see an answer to his prayers to help his faith along. This makes me think of how I want to be the kind of person who can help build the faith of others rather than tear it down through my careless negativity. I also want to be the kind of person who doesn't respond to the negativity of others by doubting, but I find that I don't always have the strength to be this way on my own, at least not yet. I have to ask the Lord to help me when I feel doubt or depression and when I'm dragged down by circumstances that I can't control. 
One more interesting thing, in Mark's account, Jesus doesn't scold the disciples for their lack of faith when they couldn't heal the boy. It seems like he often does ask them where their faith is when they can't do a thing or they don't understand a thing. But in this, he instead explains that they can't heal that kind of affliction without much prayer and fasting. And I always wondered why was that so for this particular case, especially since Jesus was able to heal the child immediately. I don't know um, what this means here, but in any case, it helps me exercise a little patience when I am hoping to be healed of something, and it takes more time than I think it should, because some things just take longer and take much prayer and fasting before they are relieved. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Before the healing. A devil grips my son, shakes him like a mast in sudden storm, till bones rattle and head beats the ground. I cannot tear him free. He is bruised and scarred, but not from play. I once pulled him blistered from his mother's cooking fire. Another day, as I mended nets, he collapsed in stony shallows. I ran to hold his head above water cradle him till the fit passed. At night, I wrestle with his empty future. He will never learn to sail or sort a day's catch on the shore. He will never read in the synagogue or keep a feast in the shadow of the Lord's holy house. He will never marry or worry over children of his own. I still believe, I pray, I plead to know what lack in me keeps us from God's compassion, but scarcely dare to ask again for what has been withheld. By early morning I am wrung out. Silence hangs like a heavy veil. I venture one more question, father to father. If you had just one child, would you do nothing to save him from being torn in two? I have something extra today. I wrote a set of song lyrics for the 2010 Church Music Submission Contest, but they were not selected for any award. I still like them though, so I'm going to share them with you today. They are based on the words of the boy's father I referred to earlier in Mark chapter 9 verse 24. My friend Jeanette Booth is currently working on music to go with this, but It's not finished at the time of this recording. I do have a clip of the music that I will share after the outro as a preview for the song. If she completes the song before this episode is published, then I'll add the whole thing, but if not, just a clip. This song is titled, Help Thou My Unbelief. Note that the original quote from the scriptures is, Help Thou Mine Unbelief. I decided to update the word mine to the more modern my to keep it consistent with usage in the second and third verses, but I keep going back and forth on whether to change it to the original. I'll read the lyrics now and you can decide if you agree with my choice. Help thou my unbelief, I stand alone, beneath a load of sin and doubt I grieve, unsure of how to find my way back home, but Lord, my whole soul hungers to believe. Help thou my growing faith, I follow thee with hope that every precept, every line of truth and righteousness will strengthen me, 
and bring my will in harmony with thine. Help thou my lifelong journey, walk with me. Thou art my best support, my truest friend. I strive to mirror thy humility and walk thy path, enduring to the end. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash Latter-day Saint Poetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes along with a link to where you can view more arrangements and original music by Jeanette Booth. Please stay tuned at the end of this episode to hear a digital instrumental preview clip of Help Thou My Unbelief. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.